and and for you to listen to us and tell us what exactly Tom Dowd is talking about. Let's, uh, Steve Paulette, play number five. That's that's what makes those people such magnificent guitar players. It's in the tips of their fingers. It's not in a knob. It's not how loud they play. It's touch. It's touch. And both of them have exquisite technique and touch. They talk about, Eric Clapton says, I came to, to R&B because I could bend the strings. That's what I was interested in. And Dwayne Allman had a bottleneck slide for the strings. What, Harvey, is that all about? What, what are they saying? Translate that Listen, for us. We all know, and you do this in surgery, touch is very important. Uh, Walker Bueller's blister, you know, fingers are very essential, shall we say. Mm -hmm. um, Tom Dowd knew how to deliver results without bombastic dynamics. He, he would, the people didn't play ferocious and crazy in the studio because that room at Criteria, you could play soft. And he placed the guitarists, in this case, uh, Clapton and Dwayne Allman, uh, next to each other with a glass partition. But he also had other factors that kind of um, reinforced this guitar playing. Um, very important. I mean, on the song Layla, Clapton is playing six different guitar parts. Uh, he's doing a rhythm. He's doing uh, a harmony thing. Dwayne is doing a bottleneck, uh, you know, overdub, and, 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 and they're doing count. There's one track where they have a, they do a counter melody together. But more important is the drummer Jim Gordon. He's in a, a carousel, kind of an isolation booth with a little bit where the doors are open. So you have a rock record where the drummer is sort of insulated, much like when you wear your mask during surgery. There's a little bit of that barrier. Mm. Uh, the bass player, <clears throat> Carl Radel, again, there's overlooked people in the whole Derek Domino and the Dominoes thing. It's important to stress, it's a group. Eric Clapton has said, Cream wasn't a group. It, it wasn't a band. It was three virtuosos playing Derek and the Dominoes was a group. There were co-written stuff. Uh, the, the Bobby Whitlock, the, the keyboardist and co-writer on the stuff, he's from Memphis. The bass player, Carl Radel, is from Oklahoma. Jim Gordon, the drummer, is from North Hollywood. Eric Clapton is from the United Kingdom. Tom Dowd's from New York. So you have this bio-regional mixture of Okies and Southern people and guys that went to Grand High School in the San Leandro Valley, like Jim Gordon. You have this mix, and it's cut in, in Miami. And Tom Dowd knows precisely what to do because he's even familiar with the MCI um, recording console that he had done some modifications on that in the studio that was uh, first put together by Mac Emmerman. You have all these elements that the people show up and play, but just as important, it's like John Wooden in recruiting. He used to always say, I've got to see the transcripts first. <laughs> I, I mean, just think about it. Tom Dowd says to Eric Clapton, the Almond Brothers are playing a show right near us. And, and Eric knew who he was from playing with Wilson Pickett and, and, and mm -hmm. you know, on the weight track, and they, they kind of knew each other through various things. But it takes Tom Dowd to say they're in town. Dwayne wants to, us to come to the gig, and Dwayne wants to come to the studio. And then after the Allman Brothers finish their tour then, Dwayne comes back and does the recording with Layla. But the one thing about Layla that should be stressed, 
there were three songs done before Dwayne Allman showed up, including Bell Bottom Blues, where Eric plays everything. So he joined, shall we say, in maybe the third inning of the ball game, and and that's not taking anything away from his work on it. But they were starting as a band, and then all of a sudden they they the two guys got to really meet and jam together. And Tom Dowd's key instruction for recording was keep the machines rolling, mm. so you could catch everything and all the spontaneity and all the things like that. Do you think? In your opinion, there's any influencing going on when you have these two powerhouses in Eric Clapton and Dwayne Allman, or are they actually playing separately? They're playing separately. There's a mutual admiration society thing, and they're you know they're they're playing you know Gibson Les Paul stuff. Although I know that Eric Clapton was playing through a Fender Champ amp, but both of them had their minds blown by Jimi Hendrix in late 66 and 67 when Jimmy's album came out. Jimi Hendrix changed everybody's approach to guitar, and especially things like Fender, the, the actual guitar equipment. And all of a sudden, we could stretch out more, although Jimmy went more into electronics and things like that. But all of a sudden, the guitar became... it. You know, they, all, they were sitting there as the world was going from like a track had just started the beatles were using it halfway through the uh, the white album in 68 sonically there was a lot of stuff going on um and tom dowd is sitting there like pat riley 